Hi, listeners. This is Understand South Carolina, a news podcast from the Post and Courier. I'm Matt Rasnick. Today, I have a short update on the South Carolina COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Last week, Governor Henry McMaster added an estimated 2.7 million people in the state to the list of eligible vaccine recipients. In the month of February, South Carolina made tremendous progress on expanding access to the vaccinations. As the supply of vaccine increased, new shot locations opened every day. Our hospitals, pharmacies, and healthcare providers became more efficient at getting large numbers of our seniors registered and vaccinated. By staying the course and resisting the loud distractions and potential disruptions, over 1 million South Carolinians have now received the vaccine. This expansion is significantly larger than what the state's public health agency had originally included in its second phase. Health reporter Mary Catherine Wildeman is going to walk us through the updates. Last week, Governor Henry McMaster greatly expanded vaccine eligibility. That begins today, March 8th. Who has been added to this list? So with this expansion of eligibility, actually the majority of the state is now eligible. Basically, what you need to know about whether or not you are among the new group of people eligible is if you have a job where you are within six feet of people, other people, and you kind of don't have a choice, you have to be in person for your job. Or if you have some of these underlying health conditions that the CDC has laid out, and if you're 55 and older, those are the biggest additions. Um, Those health conditions, they include things like Down syndrome and other specific things like organ transplant, but they also cover anyone with um, obesity, with diabetes. So it's really broad. And I would recommend going either to DHEC or to the Post and Courier um, because we publish a lot of helpful information about who is eligible and how to know if it's your turn to get vaccinated. Has the state been able to get and offer vaccines to everyone in the 1A stage so far before they moved on to 1B? Or how did they measure to decide to move forward into the next category? Basically, they think that vaccine allocations or just how much is coming from the federal government is rising enough that it's the best move to start opening up these appointments for for more people. The short answer to your previous question, though, is is no. I mean, not everyone in phase 1A is vaccinated. Part of that is just choice, right? Like not everyone who is eligible for a vaccine wants one right now. And it's hard to know like what percent of those who haven't been vaccinated, you know, just don't want one. But then there's a lot of people who are on wait lists with hospitals. As we've gone along over the weeks here, actually, hospitals have been getting less vaccine because a lot of vaccine is going to other groups, going to, you know, physician chains, they're going to pharmacies. So it's like a pie and every piece of the pie is a little bit smaller. How do newly eligible South Carolinians find a vaccine appointment? So if you're tech savvy and if you have internet access, the best way to do that is going to be to go to the website, which is scdhec.gov slash Vax locator. And again, if you go to the Post and Courier, we link that in a lot of different places. So again, that's the best thing to do if you're tech savvy. And if you're not, there's a call line and we can maybe post that information in the in the article here. 
Yeah, we'll definitely include the link to that and the phone number in the show notes today. Going forward, will there be enough appointments for everyone who's now eligible to get a vaccine right away? No, definitely not. Like I said before, there's still people who are waiting who are in phase 1A to get appointments. I think that a big reason they're opening up eligibility here is just so we can get people on their schedules, on provider schedules. So you may be able to get an appointment. It may not be for right away. I guess we'll just have to see such a fluid situation and the amount of supply coming in is really unpredictable. So the the short answer is lower your expectations a little bit about getting a vaccine straight away. It could happen. I'm not saying it can't, but it just seems from the rollout so far that you should probably expect to wait a little bit. When did South Carolina begin vaccinating people originally? And why is it taken till now to move into the next phase? So our first vaccines went to people, they were healthcare workers at hospitals in December. And then we moved on to nursing homes and other long-term care facilities. I think that we think about the phases that other states are choosing to do. And what the important context is that every state's phases are different and the who they're choosing to vaccinate first is different. And also it's just logistically challenging to vaccinate elderly folks, people without internet access, people who live in rural areas. We have you know, a lot of South Carolina trends rural, trends older. And then we have a lot of vaccine hesitancy, I think, to, to contend with. And those, those problems take time to solve. And also just, I think the logistics are hard, but every state is choosing to move through their phases differently. And South Carolina just had a really big, very first phase. So that's kind of my impression of why we seem to be moving into the next phase later than other states. It doesn't necessarily mean we've vaccinated fewer people. So you talked about a little bit of dividing up the pie and how some hospitals are getting less supply now than they were originally. Who has the most vaccine doses available right now? It's a tricky question to answer. Every day, DHEC releases some information about how much is available. And broadly speaking, right now, a lot of the retail pharmacies have more vaccine and less utilization, so they've used less of the doses that they've received than the hospitals do. So again, as I said before, a lot of the hospitals have wait lists right now, some with like thousands of people on them. So you're not going to get an appointment, a new appointment with a hospital that has a wait list <laughs> and they're trying to get to the phase 1A people first, maybe better, just a little piece of advice, it may be better to try to go to those retail pharmacies first. But it's a very much a moving target. How many vaccines is South Carolina administering per week on average right now? It has varied by week. I know that for the week leading up to March 1st, we gave out about 182,000 new doses. We received about 208,000. So, and just for context, that's actually a pretty good utilization. It just means that we're, we're getting a lot of those shots that we've received into arms. And that was actually, just j- judging by my tracking of DHEC information, that's our best week yet. So actually, that's pretty good news. And that may be part of the reason why officials said, okay, it's time to move on to the next phase. Which vaccine should people take? We have the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine. Soon we will have the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Each of them have a different efficacy rate. Does it really matter which vaccine I get or should I just get the first available? What, What are the officials telling everyone now? If it were me and if it were my family member, I would tell them just get the first one. You can just because availability is much more of an issue. All of these vaccines are super high quality. I believe 
they're all better than the average flu vaccine for context. And we get that every year without, you know, questioning it. And something to keep in mind about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, while it, it is in the eighties in efficacy compared to like about 95% with Moderna and Pfizer, it's highly effective in preventing like severe cases and deaths and hospitalizations. So no one died in the Johnson and Johnson trial, which is incredible. So that's just something to keep in mind, like just because the efficacy is a little bit lower, it's still, there's still this high likelihood that it's gonna prevent severe cases, hospitalization and death. And that's what you really need and want. All right, listeners, that's all for today. Do you have any questions about today's show? Write to us at understandsc at postandcourier.com or tweet us at understandsc. Be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter so you can be one of the first to hear about new episodes. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Understand South Carolina is a production of The Post and Courier. Our music is by Billy Fountain. You can stream their music on Spotify at Billy Fountain. Thanks, and we'll be back later this week.